for a few minutes here, I want to talk about the difference between reactions and responses. Now, when I say reaction, I'm picturing something that's just an immediate reflex. Perhaps this morning or last night opening your present or your kid opening their present, overwhelmed with excitement, <gasps> the look on their face, they can't even contain it. It's just the very first thing that comes to mind is the first thing that comes out. Or like my kids do, they try to scare me out of a closet. My very first reaction is like, I'm going to start fighting. I don't know who it is or what's going on, but my response is, okay, it's just my kids. It's okay. Or little kids who, who eat baby food and they don't like it. The very first thing that comes to mind or there's a bad smell, they, it's just all over their face. And then the response is what? Either they swallow it or they spit it out. For the Christmas story, we have uh, five different people or people groups because we're going to look at the shepherds and the wise men making people groups who had a reaction and a response to their part in the Christmas story. And so just for a few minutes, I want to look at what those are. Reactions are a part of life. Responses are your choices. Responses are how, what you, as you choose to do in, re, in response to something that has happened. Okay, so Mary, and you guys are going to probably all be familiar with all of this. And, I, and that's okay because it's a special story. But Luke chapter 1, verses 26 to 38, we're going to see Mary's response to her part in the Christmas story. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, to a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, <clears throat> a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, for you have found favor with God. You will have a child and will give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house and line of Jacob, and his kingdom will never end. And Mary said, How will this be? Uh, to the angel since I am a virgin. So her, her first reaction is she has fear, first of all, because she has an angel talking to her, which, as we've pointed out a few times, is kind of the reaction everybody has when they come across an angel in the Bible. No one's, no one's just immediately been excited. Everybody's fearful. And uh, Mary's first reaction is, well, how is this even possible? I'm a virgin. I know what it takes to make a little guy or a little girl, and that is, is not happening. So how am I going to have this baby? And we're going to find out that even though she's afraid, even though she doesn't understand what this even entails, she has a very good response. It says in verse 35, the angels answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Okay, anybody else still lost in the dark of what that even means? I mean, it's just, it's just not something that happens uh, very, it's never happened before, so being the first person must be tough. But she has a very good response to this. In verse 38, she says, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said, and then the angel left her. Way to go, Mary. She's got a, she's got a very difficult task. She has a reaction. That is uh, like, what is going on? But she says, okay, I'm, I'm going to be willing. I'm going to choose to do what you have asked me to do, God, even though I don't fully understand. Now, Joseph, her intended righteous uh, husband didn't th see things the same way. In Matthew chapter 1 verses 18 to 25 we see how Joseph handled this. 
It says, this is how the birth of Jesus came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. His very first reaction to the story was disbelief. You've got to be kidding, Mary. This, I, I, I love you or I like you, but I, I can't have any part of this. And so his first is, his reaction is no way. And so he says, my, my response to how I'm feeling, what I'm going to choose to do is I'm going to divorce her quietly. I don't want to be big, in, be big in public. I don't want it to be messy like you find out all over the newspapers. I just want to make this as quiet as possible. And that's my response. That's what I'm going to choose to do. Well, then that night, an angel comes and talks to him and says, Hey, look, buddy, don't be afraid to do this. This child is, is going to be the son of God. Take Mary home as your wife. And so Joseph has a reaction to the angel. Anybody guess what it is? Fear. He's afraid of the angel. But then his reaction, what he chooses to do, it says, When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and he took Mary home as his wife. Okay, so continuing on this Christmas story, we, we go to the shepherds. In Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 20. They're just out watching the sheep at night. Everybody's just hanging out. Sheep are bang, whatever kind of sounds the sheep make. And they're all just kind of sitting around. And all of a sudden, an angel appears in the sky. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. Big surprise. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. So the shepherds, their first response was, or their first reaction was fear. The angel, one angel shows up, they're afraid. A multitude of angels start singing, and now they have a choice to make. They can say, thank you angels for giving us this information. We are excited to know that it's there, and we're just going to keep watching our sheep because that's their job. But their reaction or their response, the choice they had to what the angel said was, we are going to go find out if this is really true. So they have three different responses. In verse 15, it says, When the angel had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. Their first response is, Hey, let's go. The angel said, This is what we're going to find, a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. How many places you got to look for the baby? They went and they found the baby Jesus. So that was their first response. And then they had a second response. Verse 16 and 17 says, So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about the child. And all who heard about it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. Their second response, once they saw the baby, they went and told everybody about this baby. Now, I don't know what those people did. I mean, you go knocking on someone's door in the middle of the night and said, hey, look, there's a baby. It's Jesus, and he's born in a manger. Go find him. I don't know what those people decided to do. They had the same choice. They had a reaction like, what are you doing waking me up? And they had a response or a decision to make. I'm going to go back in bed and say, yahoo, or I'm going to go see what this baby's like. We don't have any record of what those people did. <clears throat> so the third response that the shepherds has, it says... 
In verse 20, the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. So first, they checked out the story. Two, they went and told everybody. And then third, they were praising God because of what uh, he had done and what they had seen in the birth of Jesus. Our last good response is going to be with the wise men back in Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. And this one, it's a little harder to say exactly what their reaction was to this because uh, by the time we meet them, they've already traveled to go find the baby Jesus. Uh, Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 3 says, After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. Now, I'm just going to assume for a second that their reaction is one of joy. These, these are astrologers. They're studying the stars. And they know that this, there's a connection between the star and this baby Jesus. And we're going to go find out what that is. And what you find out that... Uh, they traveled a great distance in order to find this baby. But that wasn't it. They didn't, they didn't, that wasn't all they do and say, yes, this is a baby. They brought him gifts uh, as a blessing for the baby Jesus in, chap- in chapter 2, uh, verse 10 and 11. It says, when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. I imagine the excitement's building as they're getting there. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. Now, I don't think you go and give somebody these great special gifts if you're not already excited to go. I think these these, uh, wise men, uh, they reacted very well. We, We know this star is coming. We know where it's going. We know there's some kind of connection with the birth of Jesus. We want to go find out what that is. And they responded because they were, they were astrologers. They could have said, we know that star is important and we can tell everybody about it. But they said, we're going to go and we're going to find out where the star leads. And it's to the baby Jesus. Now, continuing in that passage, we find out one pretty uh, Grinch-like response that, uh, that somebody had. And that's with King Herod. Continuing on, it says, when King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. That's how he reacted. He, he's like, wait a second, I'm the king. How is it that there's some little baby that's going to be born that's going to become the king? That's my job. Uh, and his first response was to send the wise men. Hey, guys, you're looking for the baby Jesus, right? Why don't you go and find this baby and then come back and tell me where it's at? And I'll go worship this baby too because they have no idea what King Herod has in mind. It sounds like a really noble thing to do. We get to tell the king about the real king. Well, after a while, the angel told the wise men, wait a second, don't go talking to the king. Go back to your country by another route. And so we see Herod's second response. His first response was to send people, hey, go find this baby. His second response was a little bit different. In verses 7 and 8. Wait, we read that one. Um, His second response was in verse 16. When Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious and he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were two years old and younger in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. His, his second response was, uh, Jesus is coming or this baby's going to be born. It's going to become the king. I'm just going to wipe out every little boy two years old and younger. So that's, 
he had the, the wrong response. So when we, when we come to this Christmas story, there's a, there's a wide gamut of responses that you can have when you hear the Christmas story. You can have the Herod response, or you can have the wise men response, or anybody in between. Now Herod, his desire was to, to kill the baby Jesus. And if he could have, he would have just killed one little boy, but it wasn't time for him to die yet. He was going to wait until he was 33 and die at a cross to save everybody, not just the lives of other little boys. Today, though, we can't actually go out there and kill baby Jesus because he's already born, he already died, he already rose again. But we can still act like Herod. There's, and I, I'm not assuming anybody in here, but there's uh, the American atheist. There's a bunch of billboards that were put up until yesterday. Maybe you've come across them on a website or in the news. One of them said, Dear Santa, all I want for Christmas is to skip church. I'm too old for fairy tales. That's very Herod-like. Uh, celebrate the true meaning of Xmas with all sorts of nice words, like celebrate it with family and friends and all these other special-sounding words, but it's Xmas. It's not, it's not Christmas. And the third one says, who needs Christ during Christmas? It's all on a, on a billboard. Who needs Christ during Christmas? And then a big X goes over Christ, and at the bottom appears nobody. There's a lot of people responding to the Christmas story just like Harry did. They're not killing him, but they're trying to squash it. And we can do the same thing, not because we're acting like them, but because of our attitude around Christmas. Because we, it's not always, you know, we always know it's fun for presents and it's fun for family, but when you come to having Jesus at Christmas, does it not make everybody happy? I mean, I, this is a great crowd of people for a Christmas Day service, and I'm really glad and I'm proud of everybody here. And I've been at some where it's like, you got like 10 people, and I'm not saying anything against anybody. I just know it takes... It takes a little bit of a sacrifice to get here and celebrate on a Christmas day, especially when you have friends from out of town. But it's real easy to say, oh, other things are more important, or I'm not really, I'm tired of the Christmas story. You know, I've, I've heard it over and over. You're not telling me anything new. I can read it at home. But then you also have the other gamut. You have the wise men. Now, what they did was they brought Jesus gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Now, I have no gold in my pocket. I don't have any frankincense and myrrh. And even if I had those things, I couldn't say, here you go, baby Jesus. Because Jesus isn't here. Like we've said, he's already risen. But we can't give Jesus something very special. The best thing we can give Jesus is our life. Jesus came to this earth to, to live as a baby so he could die on a cross and pay for our sins. And he'd like to have each person trust him as their savior. And if you've already done that, that's great. But he also would like to have, uh, he, well, uh, if you give Jesus your life, you know, you can say, hey, okay, God, I'm going to go where you want me to go. I'm going to tell that neighbor about Jesus, even though it scares me. I'm going to do what you want me to do. I'm going to give what you want me to give. That's something that you can give Jesus. You can also give Jesus uh, your praise. In song, we, have, we, have, we, we sang a couple Christmas songs. Uh, and you can say praises to God in prayer, but everything about our life is supposed to be about his life. And so that's, that's the best thing. You, got, you, you can pick any point on the spectrum that you want. You can say, no, nah, I'm not really interested anymore. Or you can say, hey, Jesus, I'm going to give you everything. This is all I have. This is what I'm going to give you. It's your choice. What are you going to choose? Reactions are a part of the life. How you respond is really up to you. Let's pray. 
Dear God, I thank you for this day again. I thank you, God, for the wise men who are willing to, to give, to travel miles and miles to give you gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. I thank you for Mary and Joseph who are willing to, to do their part, even if it took a little uh, encouraging along the way. And for the shepherds who, even though they were kind of outcasted and people didn't think highly of them, they didn't let that stop them. They went and found this baby Jesus. And then they went and told everybody about him. And then they continued to praise you for the birth of your son. And I thank you, God, that we can have that hope in our, in our Christmas today because of the price it, because you came down to this earth so we could have eternal life. I just pray that you help us to, to maintain that excitement throughout the year, each day of our life, that we would to give you the best of what we have in everything we do and everything we say and, and who we are. I just ask your blessing on the rest of this day also in Jesus' name. Amen.